you want to do the intro? No. All right. Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Nothing to Play podcast, a mediocre podcast about video games, movies, and moms named Martha. As always, it's your boy, Justin Time Carter, and this week I got returning guest of the podcast. You love him. He has a Kickstarter for Ross Battle, and he's near and dear to my heart, Maddie Martin. Hi. How are you doing, bud? This is the first time we've done the podcast together in person. In person, and like Jess isn't yelling in the background. I mean, yeah. It, well, your computer is now in a side office thing instead of the living room. Oh, well, there is that. Also, uh, since we're probably together, this is just going to be a giggle fest for like, I don't know, solid hour or so. So strap in, folks. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. took like three minutes to just even get recording because Meg kept coughing. Unironically. And ironically. Also not because of COVID. Totally unrelated. <laughs> but I'm very excited. I've been talking about it on the That Pixel Life podcast, but it's finally happened. Boss Battles funded. Yeah. It got funded, and it took forever. <laughs> it still has three days to go, though, and a bunch of stretch goals, but I know... Matt's been popping ibuprofen and sweating bullets for the entire month that's been going on. If only I had also been vomiting, that would help me lose the COVID weight. <laughs> that's true. I was like, Matt has eaten his weight in every time burgers and Korean barbecue. Well, no, that's just because you and Megan keep coming over and we have Korean barbecue every weekend. Because he keeps inviting us. <laughs> I'm not going to turn down bulgogi. That's not true. You show up at 10 o'clock with coffee yeah you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) but how's it been though uh running a kickstarter is exhausting and i can't wait for it to be done but like justin was saying we're jesus christ there's not a lot of room to move (laughs) well don't swivel i can't help but do it also what happened to our uh cool looking at ourselves thing i think it's called a camera i mean we can switch to that i mean we don't have to it's fine i mean matt's just tired of looking at the album artwork i made so here we'll switch on the video so you can see (laughs) i mean if i could delete a picture off the internet any picture at all it would be that one i love that one the picture for the album artwork is from we had this party and matt was very high and took my hat no one from Matt's work listens to this podcast. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, arguably, nobody listens to this podcast. So. That's not true. I have at least seven to eight active listeners. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, so we've met our first two stretch goals, and we're hoping to get a few more in. We don't expect to get a ton more, but we might get a flood of people. That would be nice. But... Um, I'm thinking this first Kickstarter is just going to be where it's at, and we'll get it out to people. Hopefully people will like it, hopefully reviewers will like it, and then we'll do a second one, kind of, uh, with any of the additional content that we've got done, including 
new bosses and heroes by people who funded those goals. What's the biggest lesson you think you learned through this entire thing? The biggest one. Jesus. Um, know exactly how to phrase what you're trying to sell so that way people who are looking at a page for 45 seconds know exactly what it is. Because boss battle is kind of tough to like categorize. And we've been talking with people for so long about like, and we've been working on the cards and we've been doing the artwork for the cards and the, bo- and the, and the game board's been done. But in reality, the thing that makes boss battle special isn't the fact that it's a card game. It's the fact that you have the queue and you're managing uh, your resources and your side and trying to make sure uh, everything is in position so that way you can do stuff. It's more of a strategy game combined with a card game than just a straight-up card game. And I don't think the Kickstarter originally highlighted that enough to where people could just, at a glance, without watching any videos or anything understand that um i think that's the biggest takeaway that and uh make sure that your pricing is correct because while i think that the pricing we chose is good i think that's perfectly acceptable i think that um combined with the first problem people weren't understanding there's a lot of replay value in our game so they're like $75 is quite a bit if it's just a card game, so they weren't understanding that it's more than just that, and you can play the game a lot. Um, Like, Chris has probably played the game more than any person we've ever met has played the game at this point, so... Or should. Yeah, no. (laughs) I I think he's kind of slowed down, maybe, but I, I because I haven't seen him jumping on recently, but... Um, I know that for a while there, like, every day I would look on Discord and I would see that he's on Tabletop Sam. so. But that's because he has a kid, and his Stardew Valley farm's not gonna manage itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, in other exciting news for this week, we had the DC, what was it called? DC Universe something... It was like, I don't know what it was called. It's like the DC Comic-Con thing. Yeah, make up a name. DC Extended Universe? I don't know. There you go. Yeah, that's a, that sounds epic. <laughs> <laughs> so we had the DC, it was a two-day event this weekend where they showed, they talked comic book stuff, which I didn't even really hear a lot about that. Well, but... neither of us are caught up on comic books, either Marvel or DC flavored at this point, so... Yeah, and most of the people I'm friends with on Facebook are comic book posers anyway, so they're not going to post about it. Brent. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but we uh, saw, they showed some, they showed a trailer for the new Batman movie. Mm-hmm. And what did you think about that, Robert? Oh, Robert we're, just, we're just going to straight out talk Batman? We're not going to lead up to talking about Batman? I mean, I already brought it up, so I feel like a dick if we circled back around. Okay, we're going to circle back around then. Okay, fine. Just so you could be on brand. All right, yeah. <laughs> I'm an asshole. <laughs> uh, so there was, they showed two gameplay trailers for two new games. There was the Gotham Knights one, mm-hmm. 
which is being made by the people who... Isn't it the people who made the, the shitty Batman game? I think... I have no idea. It was by uh, Warner Brothers Montreal. I know that's what the studio is, but I don't know if it was by the people who did... The Origins or Arkham whatever. Origins. I think it's by them, but I could be wrong. Don't put me on a cross for that. I mean, again, circling back around to eight people. <laughs> but... Then there was also the trailer for the Suicide Squad game, which is legitimately Rocksteady's yeah. new game. The people who do do the Arkham Asylum series. and suppo- So the thing that pissed me off about it the most was that supposedly it takes place in the same universe as the previous three Arkham Asylum games, yet, for whatever reason, in the trailer they showed... Harley Quinn is one of the members of the Suicide Squad in the game, but it's totally Margaret Robbie in the game, voiced by her, but she, like, it's a completely different looking Harley Quinn than what was in the previous three games, even though it's in the same universe, and from what I read on Twitter, a lot of people were butthurt because Deadshot's one of the other members, and I guess he was in one of the other Arkham games, and he was white, and they made him black like Will Smith from the movies, and people were like, well, that's not consistent with the same universe. And then people were like, well, you know, if the character fits better. And they were like, we can't just make him black all of a sudden. They're like, well, you're fucking racist. And like, well, all lives matter. And it just kind of spiraled. I mean, that's generally the way those things go. I mean, I don't give a shit one way or another because, you know, whenever you read comic books, it fluctuates all the time anyway. Who gives a shit? It's like a soap opera. Um... I was substantially less interested in the Suicide Squad game after looking at after watching the uh, trailer for the um, Gotham Knights. Yeah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just you can play as all of the Bat Family. That's really fucking cool, and it kind of it looks like the old Arkham games, but I mean, it's got the same kind of style and everything too, but. It just looks more interesting to me, and they both are like, they both seem like they're just going to be co-op style games, and it's just like, it's a really weird decision to do two of the same flavor of game, but you've just got a mix-up of characters, but I'm pretty sure it feels like it's going to play kind of the same, or at least it looks like it will. Yeah, one of the things that I think's cool is, and I'm kind of interested, I guess, to see how they do it, because... Uh, Court of Owls is one of the enemies, like, main storyline kind of enemies in the Gotham Knights thing. But if you read the comics, you know, Batman was heavily involved in the Court of Owls. And since in Gotham Knights, Batman is dead at this point. Dead at this point, quotation marks. uh, It's going to be, I guess, interesting to see how they kind of adapt that storyline to not center around, like, the Wayne family, or if they're still going to, like, involve, like, the Wayne... Because the whole storyline for Court of Owls is basically, like, it's this underground people who were, like... Like, Illuminati society. Yeah, they were heavily involved, like, in the, like, birth and, like, building and stuff of Gotham. But, like... One, like, interesting, it's, like, they've always been around, but nobody's really known that they've been around, but there's been, like, signs throughout, kind of, like, 
the history of Gotham and stuff that they've like always existed and it's a secret kind of high society thing that they have going on and then like Bruce Wayne finds out that like in his like buildings and stuff that like the Court of Owls had like nests and stuff like in the building they've always been there sort of stuff like spying and watching and stuff so it kind of throws Bruce for a loop that there was someone who kind of like out Batman the Batman so I have two thoughts on it one I don't think it's too weird because like there's there's kind of a gap in time whenever Bruce gets kidnapped by the court and he's like going insane in the like underground labyrinth that they have. Mm-hmm. So you could argue maybe that he's just missing instead of dead. But I will all I've, I'm sure this prediction's already been thrown around, but I'm willing to bet anything that Talon in this game, aka like the assassin for the court is probably Bruce, just brainwashed, instead of him being dead. I mean, that would be an interesting twist. I am I would bet pretty good money on it that that seems like a likely thing. I mean, spoilers, but it's like, I know a lot of people were pretty pissed at the end of the last Arkham game that basically that, like, wasn't Jason Todd the White Knight? Or something like that. I have no idea. I didn't play it, so... Oh, I, I, I played... The first two, and then I haven't played any of them since. Yeah. I mean, but you had that cool PS3 collector's edition of Origins. Oh, yeah, where did that go? Uh, it's still in the box somewhere. <laughs> it has that cool uh, Joker statue thing in it. Yeah, I have no idea where that went. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Too bad, so sad. But, so there was those two games... I'm really surprised that I'm not more interested in the Rocksteady game, because I figured, like, something Suicide Squad related might be cool. But I think the other thing that kind of turns me off from it is it seems like it's just four characters, when in reality, like, the squad should be more than that. And it would be cool if, like, you start out with, like, a bunch of different characters, and gradually over the course of the game, they just get killed off. One dies and you get a new one. It's like Rogue Legacy, (laughs) where you're like, oh, cool, I have Captain Boomerang. And then his neck thing blows up, and you're like, oh, and it's like... Oh, cool, oh. I got kite, man. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, oh, man, I really fucked up. <laughs> like, I wish I had Captain Boomerang again. Um, and then there was the Suicide Squad movie, James Gunn. Good, good boy James Gunn working on that Suicide Squad movie. Is it a solid reboot? I, I want to say it's probably, like, a soft reboot. Like... Like... Deadshot and all the other people from the first movie just fucked off somewhere, and they're like, "Now you get these people." Oh yeah, Deadshot's not in it at all. No. I don't. It didn't register to me at all. But no, he's not. The cr- Killer Croc isn't. Um, you still get Captain Boomerang though, so that's all I really give a shit about. Well, yeah. Uh, was it El Diablo or whatever is not in it? Didn't he die at the end? Fucking no, man. man we're, we're, we're gonna get into that, I guess. But oh, yeah, there's a surprise later that, yeah, we'll... After we're done talking all about new stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'm... I'm... The sheer amount of people that is in that new Suicide Squad movie is insane. Yeah, it's like 16 people. And I agreed with Matt when he said that he guarantees by the end of it, it's basically gonna be like... 
Margaret Robbie, Captain Boomerang, and maybe two other people if you're lucky, and the rest Amanda of them are Waller. Die. <laughs> well, yeah, she always that bitch always gets gets out. <laughs> um, but no, I'm excited for it. I mean, I I love James Gunn, and like he can. Ha- I mean, I love the both of the um, Guardians. Guardians films, and uh, he can handle a team flick. So, like, I've always thought that he would do a great job with the Suicide Squad movie. That's as it's like he announced that he was working on. I'm like, yeah, no, that's a perfect fit. Yeah, I think he said I watched like because the the trailer thing wasn't like a normal trailer. They showed a lot of behind the scenes footage and stuff. And I think because of COVID, like a lot of the filming and stuff probably still needs and editing and effects and whatever still need done. So they used a lot of behind the scene footage. And in that, he was saying I think that this was like his biggest movie or whatever, like that he's done. I mean, so. you could always say that but i'm pretty sure that's true just given the ensemble of people that he's managing just like every book is a new york Times bestseller (laughs) (laughs) um but no i think it's gonna be good like honestly i was really surprised with the um the stuff that dc came out with because i'm normally not a huge dc movie person but i was pleasantly surprised with everything that they put out during the conference um what was the next thing black adam that was a short little thing yeah um i don't think you got to see it but they also announced that i don't know if they're in the movie or not but you have dr fate you've got Hawkman, you've got adam smasher and one other character and somebody's gonna tell me it probably be troy he's probably gonna scream in the screen or something but he already is um but they're going to be in Black Adam, or at least that's what the impression I was getting from the trailer that they were showing. But, I mean, it seems like, I've always, like, ever since The Rock was kind of like, yeah, no, I totally want to do this. And I'm like, yeah, no, I can see that. As long as he kind of tones down, like, his more jokey persona, and he's like the serious kind of persona, uh, Black Adam's going to be dope. And he's definitely, like, he's up there on, like, the DC villains list for me because he's, like, he's, like, uh, DC's Doctor Doom, so. And they don't have to pad anything because that motherfucker be stacked. That's true. I mean, there's not much else to talk about because they didn't really get, they probably haven't filmed it or anything. They just had some animatics, so, but it's still pretty cool. Uh, Talk about Batman now. I gotta talk about Wonder Woman. Oh, that's right. I forgot, yes. Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. I think it looks good. I mean, it looks like another one that... Supposedly, was it fucking... What's his face? What's his name? That dude from Star Trek. He plays Steve. Oh, I was gonna say Steve Trevor, but, like, that's not his actual... No. ...actor name. No, (laughs) I don't remember. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. William Shatner. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's... Yep, that's it. Yeah, Got it. yeah. Captain of the Enterprise. Yeah, um, the best captain. Debatable. <laughs> Everyone knows that this is a Picard house. <laughs> um, but no, I really like the Wonder Woman trailer. I think it's gonna be really good. I don't know if it'll be as good as the first one. The funniest meme I saw on Twitter after the Wonder Woman trailer was someone took a screenshot of the trailer 
of Cheetah. Yeah. And then they took a screenshot of that one bitch from fucking Cats. And God they were like, it. who wore it better? God damn it. <laughs> like, like, not even, like, new cats, like, before Human Hands Cats. <laughs> like, I thought that was pretty great. But yeah, I imagine, I mean... Well, I was pretty excited to see Cheetah, honestly. And it didn't look half bad. Yeah. So, I guess that's what happens whenever you actually, you know, give a shit about your CG cat people. I mean, honestly, in my humble opinion, Wonder Woman of the DC Universe movies, I think, is probably the best, like, most consistent good throughout movie that they have yeah i agree <laughs> the newer stuff where they didn't force justice league members in it they had like a clear villain and a clear like end they didn't force like some join the justice league no they just they just kind of did what they did and they set up the universe really well and arguably that scene where she's jumping out of the trenches and going through dead man's land is like the coolest scene in most superhero films. So, and that's me who is a huge Marvel fag saying that. So (laughs) (laughs) that's it. Batman. I hear there was supposed to be something about Aquaman too, but we can skim over that because I didn't care. Yeah. Yeah, we can talk about Batman now. Alright. Shovelface, aka Robert Pattinson. <laughs> I really like it. Dude, I... I so, I wasn't like... Uh, like, when they announced that he was Batman, I... I didn't... I wasn't immediately like, ooh, Twilight Boy, like, where... Because he's been in... Other ooh, things? Yeah, like, <laughs> Oscar-nominated stuff since then. So, I wasn't solely judging him on... The guy from Twilight. See, I wasn't either, and I was like, no, nah, he can, he might do a good job. And, like, almost every universe, like, universally, you always see bad reactions to people playing Batman, so that's why I didn't care. And then that, uh, that image of him in the bat suit came out, and I'm like, I really am not digging it. I'm not digging it at all. And then this trailer came out, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go a whole 180 on that and say I really do like it a lot. Yeah, I wasn't, like, 100% sold, like, leading up to it. Like, I was like, you know, like, ah, like, he's, like, really young and, like, skinny and stuff. And I was kind of, like... It works really well for, like, a really early in his career back Yeah, like, like year one kind of... Like, it's... Because this movie, looking at the trailer, is definitely not year one... But you can. I think it's definitely earlier. They they've gone on record and say it's it's year two Batman. Yeah, because okay, because yeah, I know the general plot. I guess is kind of based around the longest Halloween. Which... I can't remember if the movie is based around Long Halloween or there's supposed to be a mini series that's coming out that is based off of it. I can't remember what. But the thing that made me the happiest Bat fan on the planet is that the movie really does a good job at nailing Batman tone, but it also seems like it's finally, finally going to be a fucking detective movie. Yeah, that's like, as soon as I saw the envelope with the question marks, I was like, dude, are we getting some world's greatest detective shit right now? Yeah, supposedly the, the, the villain is Riddler, and Penguin's in it, and we we obviously see Catwoman in it. early Catwoman. Yeah. Like... Nike fucking jorts and a ski mask hat woman. Yeah, no, I'm super excited because I've wanted to see a Detective Batman story 
in the movies forever. And anyone who knows me knows that that's the case. But yeah, I was pretty much immediately like, all right, I fucks with him as Batman when the scene came where it was the group of people and he just punch like he punches the one dude but he doesn't just punch him he snaps his arm he and he like wails on him like four or five times as these other dudes are just like looking on in a horror like not moving an inch as he's just like beating their friends into the fucking ground like unru- which that's what led me to also believe that this was like kind of year 1 year 2 cuz I was like this is kind of like the he hasn't quite figured out how much force he's like, he's still he's place. still super angsty young Batman. Yeah, like interrogating people by like dangling them off the edges of buildings like mobster style like Batman to get information. And when they were like, "Who are you?" and he's like, "I am vengeance." I was like, "Oh yeah." Yeah, no, and he na- <laughs> he nails like the really gruff Batman voice without it being like the Christian Bale voice. Yeah, the where it sounds like his mask is kind of like cutting off his throat a little bit, or he's like, "Yeah, Alfred, I need to." <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it's gonna be super good. Like, I'm a hundred percent on board with this, um, and I'm even more on board because. I think during the conference or like maybe after the conference, people were asking like, well, is this, does this have anything to do with Affleck's Batman? And they're like, nah, it's just another universe. So I'm completely on board with that kind of explanation at this point, especially if they embrace the kind of multiverse stuff. Um, And it's taken a while for Marvel to even get into that. And they're arguably not there yet even. But if DC is going to jump on the multiverse bandwagon, that's cool. Or I was like, honestly, yeah, my thing is, I also kind of think with the success that they saw with Joker kind of being a one-off standoff thing, like if they make it just its own sort of like trilogy or whatever, like I'm One, fine with that. You don't need to force an entire, just because Marvel does an entire connected unit, you don't need to do it. If you can get success and give me good fucking like superhero stories yeah yeah. if it's what it takes is you just keeping everything separate and doing your own thing with it without trying to jam it all together do that make good movies like don't force justice league two movies in to try and catch up you don't need to do that yeah no i mean i i love the marvel movies and i love its interconnected world and i love all the little nitty-gritty bullshit but like i mean i have read just as many comics that are just cool one-off comics that like they don't connect with anything there's no big event that happens it's just a one-off story and it's like yeah no that's super dope i'm fine with that um think was there anything else in the dc thing i think there was supposed to be something with um i don't know if it was during the conference or not but uh they briefly talked about flash oh yeah i saw he got a new suit it looks way better than the fucking Power Ranger one that yeah, he I mean, has now. I actually don't think I've actually seen it. I've just seen the silhouette of it. Oh, uh, man. I forget who posted. A, someone posted a picture. I don't remember who. And then uh, you've got Affleck coming back to be Batman in that film, which is really cool. Yeah, let's see. Uh, new Flash movie so, universe. Yeah, but I should probably put suit instead of uniform. I mean, it's, it's it is a uniform, but you're probably gonna. Uh, there. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah, yeah. no, that's great. Yeah, that looks like more comic-y. And that is a hundred percent Michael Keaton's Batman. 
Exactly. So, yeah, if you want, we looked up, what the fuck is it? New Flash movie suit. It looks very much kind of like the comic book suit with the little, like, glowy vein kind of stuff going. Yeah, it looks a lot like the new, it looks like a a lot like the new 52 suit, kind of. Yeah, which is way better than the bulky, I'm gonna go fight fucking Ultron suit that he has in the current movie universe, so... I'm totally here for it. Oh, the other thing that they did, they had that trailer for the Snyder Cut. Oh, yeah, that's it. Are you even... So, let me ask you this. Are are you even, like, interested? I mean, if it could make Justice League better, then sure. I didn't like Justice League, like, almost at all, so... Well, neither did I, but it's kind of like one of those things where, for me, I don't know. It's like, if it had come out maybe, like, a year or so after. It's also a four-hour movie. movie. Ugh. Yeah, it's, like, four hours, and they're just gonna be doing it over streaming, I think. Which is... That's an insane amount of movie. Well, yeah, that's my thing, is, like, do they have that much footage that they can pull that off? Apparently they do. That's insane, like, that they have that much footage. But, I mean, I believe it. If it's gonna be that long, all right. I, mean, I might be pull, getting pulled back in right now because I was kind of thinking it was just kind of like them extra I don't features know, kind well, of thing, just like recutting like the original movie with like some extra stuff. I still imagined it being like a like two hour movie still, no, and then just kind of like recutting whatever, maybe be able to make it so that Batman's upper lip doesn't look fucking like silly putty, Superman, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Michael Keaton. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be that long, and from what I'm understanding is, like, I mean, for me, like, it seemed like there was some stuff that was kind of off with Justice League, like, they were just kind of missing some stuff, so maybe it kind of fills in the blanks, like, whenever they were changing creative uh, heads or uh, directors, that there were just some decisions that were kind of axed, and that kind of made it feel a little bit more disjointed. Um, but maybe the extra time spent with each one of the characters might make it feel more like a team flick instead of it being like, oh yeah, no, we're just going to go fight random CG guy. Well, yeah, I mean, even in, they had the one shot where it was kind of them all together. And I was like, I honestly don't even remember that shot in the initial movie where it showed them from, like, behind all standing there together as, like, a team. Yeah, no, like, that that's not, that wasn't there. Like, there's a lot of stuff that they apparently added. I mean, they, there has to be for it to be four hours long. Yeah. But, no, I'm pretty excited. I might watch it. I mean, I'm going to have to do it in, like, shifts because that's a long movie. <laughs> First little, like, 30-hour not 30 hour, goddammit, 30 minute <laughs> episodes. Well, I'll, like, I'll do it in a weekend and I'll just, like, watch an hour here and then watch an hour there and then kill the other two hours on Sunday or something. Matt has the bladder of a small child. It's very true. I don't know oh, I'm drinking water now that I think about it. That's a bad move, Cotton. <laughs> um. But yeah, that was the DC stuff. I really would like to see Disney respond with anything of that value, because I'm really sick of seeing the Black Widow trailer for, like, the 15th time, 
because we saw, I think the Black Widow trailer came out, like, in November last year. Well, yeah, I mean, the movie was supposed to be out in, like, what, February? No, May. May? Whatever. It was still supposed to come out, like, four months ago. Yeah, it was, like, their May 2nd film, like, you know, they normally do one at the very beginning of May, and that's what that film was supposed to be. Yeah, so the movie should be done. I'm like, I guess, I almost feel like what they're really trying to do is they're gonna see how Mulan performs in terms of people paying $30 to download the movie and own it and watch it. That seems like a shitty choice for, like, how to pilot whether it's a good decision or not, because I know I won't be watching Mulan. Well, yeah, neither will I, but I'm just like, I feel like that's kind of what they're going to do, and if it makes, like, X amount of dollars for them, I feel like they're like, all right, let's do this, but with Black Widow now. I think that's kind of what they're waiting on to see if it's a viable option because they don't want to necessarily release it for free, but I don't think they want to wait until all the theaters reopen again to try and put it in theaters either. I think they're trying to get their money now. Well, for me, even if they don't, like, do something with Widow, like, I just want to see, like, some new stuff, like... They haven't made any real announcements. They kind of have, like, a timeline for when things are happening. But, like, even with the DC stuff, like, they had nothing to show for Black Adam aside from, like, The Rock narrating something over, like, an animatic. And I'm like, fuck, I'll take that for, like, The Eternals or something. Something to get me hyped up for any of the, like, random series of movies they decided to do for for Phase 4. Well, and so it's like, that's kind of my problem right now, too, to be honest, is really, one, I don't give a shit about Black Widow. I really don't. And Shang-Chi, I haven't seen anything, and they haven't really given me anything to really give a shit about that either. It's like, I really want Doctor Strange. I want the next Doctor Strange, and I've wanted that since the first movie, and it kills me that, you know, that movie is, like, supposed to be, like, third or fourth in line of the Marvel movies and like the first Marvel movie of the new phase, which is Black Widow, hasn't even come out yet. So I'm like, fuck, like I have to sit through Black Widow and then I'm honest for I'm honestly more excited for like WandaVision and like Falcon and the Winter Soldier than I am for like Black Widow. Well yeah. And that's what sucks though, is like Black Widow should be done, but I know they had to they were still filming and doing like post production bullshit for Falcon and WandaVision and I don't even think they even started filming for Loki or anything like that yet. So it's like all of that got pushed out to where you're gonna be lucky to probably even like see anything on that until next year. My thing is like Black Widow doesn't seem like it's going to set up anything for the phase. I mean I could be wrong, but um the Marvel movies really live or die based off of, like, I mean, A, them being good movies in, in their own right, but also kind of, like, moving the universe forward. And if you're not moving the universe forward, it's like, what's the fucking point? Um, I could argue that that's not always the case. But, like, right now they don't they don't have any of their original Avengers members. They don't have a villain that they're building up to. They don't really have anything right now. They just have Black Widow, who's already dead. Um, that's true. That's the most like heartbreaking thing is this movie. It's like you're watching a character who you know is not going to really progress forward <laughs> past this point. 
And the only thing that they can do is, like, set some stuff up. And I know there's rumors that, like, Ross is in it. And they might, like, set up, like, some Thunderbolts-related stuff. Um, which would be cool. Um, and I know what was Stature gonna be in, um, Ant-Man 3. That's some cool stuff that they could do to set up Young Avengers. Which would be cool also, because they're lacking an Avengers team right now. Um, but... Other than that, like, I think until they start getting some of the uh, Fantastic Four and some of the X-Men stuff trickled in. I mean, ultimately, that's my thing that I kind of hope for, is I know they said before that after the whole, like, Infinity War saga that for a while they weren't going to have, like, another, like, big bad Mm -hmm. or anything like that. But I think that would almost be the next best thing, like, the cool thing is having, like, one big bad is if the movies led up to the point where, like, the big Infinity War movie is AVX, Avengers vs. X-Men. I mean, that'd be cool. And that's, like, what it leads up to is it's kind of building up this, like, you know, the Avengers aren't bad guys, and the X-Men aren't bad guys, but it's, like, they end up coming to, like, this impasse where they end up having to fight each other, and then that's, like, the big movie is them going against each other, and I think that would be cool if, like, the fallout from that is the Avengers disassembling and then the X-Men are kind of, like, messed up. And then out of all the chaos in the end of the battle, that's when Doom steps in <laughs> and then Doom takes over. And then because of Doom, that's, like, when then, like, Reed Richards and stuff ends up having, like, try and, like, hunt down, like, the Avengers and get them, like, reassembled and stuff to help try and take down Doom because he's built an empire, like, in the wake of, like, the Avengers not, like, existing anymore. Well, I mean, arguably Avengers are already disassembled. They're not there. But I was going to say, I know that there's rumors, and I think me and Troy were talking about this a little while ago, um, that the rumored villain for Black Panther 2 is Doom, or Doom at least appears in the movie. Um, there's also rumors that Namor might appear in the movie because you know Black Panther has no more villains. Like they they had all three of their villains in the movie, and two of them are dead. <laughs> T'Challa, no. <laughs> Spoilers for <laughs> I don't know probably a close to three year old movie now. It's on Disney Plus, man. Anyone who's seen it's gonna <laughs> see it already. Um, yeah, I don't understand why they didn't do any of their sequel films. I mean, I guess Homecoming was, was that a post? Yeah, it was a post Endgame film. That was technically the start of the phase. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Tony's dead. Yeah, (laughs) that's it. Spoilers again for Uh, a two-year-old movie. uh, I mean... I think that's also on Disney Plus. <laughs> it is. Uh, the Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming? No. Far From Home isn't, actually. So, oh. Sadly. Spoilers, it's not on Disney Plus. But, yeah. I think that's, that's all the Marvel shit that I wanted to rant about. I know, I like how this was a fucking DC event, and somehow Good Guy Marvel still ended up coming out in the end. Well, not really. I mean, I ended up bitching a lot about them because they don't have fucking anything to look forward to right now. I mean, I could argue the same thing about Nintendo. (laughs) I mean, 
I said this to Matt earlier today, and I'll say it again, though. Unlike, I mean, Microsoft doesn't have anything coming out either. I mean, neither does Sony. No one's even announced when the new consoles are. It's fucking almost September, and this shit, they've just been saying a holiday 2020, and it's like, what are you gonna re- what are you gonna release like re-release Assassin's Creed Black Flag for the PlayStation Five like no nah, you know what's coming out for it Fortnite oh no I was gonna say Minecraft Skyrim I uh, I do I'll pay seventy dollars for Skyrim on PlayStation Five <laughs> like let me be the Dragonborn one last time yeah no I mean I'm not gonna buy the new consoles anyway I just want some more stuff for my Switch although you could argue I have tons of indie games on my Switch but I I'm not playing any of them is killing me yeah the switch to me is like in 2020 is what the psp was to me back in 2008 2009 only you're legally buying them this time yeah (laughs) (laughs) instead of fucking bricking psps from here to next sunday but to be fair even on my psp you still caught me playing Wario Land. Because uh, I love Wario Land. I mean, and that's probably the last console you were able to play it on, so... Rip. <laughs> Press F to pay respect, boys. We ain't getting another one. But that... So anyway, yeah. No, back to Nintendo, though. Nintendo's... Unlike Xbox and Sony, whatever. Nintendo is totally one of those people, though. They play everything so close to the chest that it's like... They could literally go on Twitter tomorrow... And be like, oh yeah, Bayonetta 3 comes out October 26th. I mean, they could. Yeah, they do shit like that. Oh, they did that for Paper Mario. Like, they were just like, oh yeah, here's a trailer for the new Paper Mario. Oh, by the way, comes out in a month. Like, they do shit like that all the time. They just were like, oh yeah, Pikmin 3, Deluxe, comes out in October. I mean, I'm definitely going to buy Pikmin again. Oh, uh, I know you are. I love Pikmin so yeah. much. He has a little Pikmin biodome on the desk. Yeah, they're it's- adorable. But yeah, so Nintendo, I could totally see them having, like, they're usually, like, a one kind of, like, bigger kind of, like, first party game a month sort of thing. So it's, like, if Pikmin's going to be their October one, I don't think anything else is going to come out October, but it's, like, there's nothing coming out in November or December that we know of. And you would assume that they would have something for the holidays. Yeah, so I'm assuming, I don't, I can't think of anything that's coming out next month. That's theirs. And they already locked in Pikmin, so I'm thinking there's still two or three. I'm still hoping on, supposedly, they announced, you know, the Mario anniversary. I want my Sunshine remaster. You and me both. I heard the rumors, and I want it. I will pay. Nintendo's notorious like, oh, you're going to pay the Switch? I will pay the $60 to get Sunshine on the Switch. Don't think I won't. I will pre-download that shit day one that becomes available. Oh yeah, I just want to play Sunshine again, and I don't want to have to, like, I don't even have my GameCube anymore, so I can't even do that. Yeah, I mean, I go back and play Sunshine, like, every couple years, because it's one of my favorite games, despite its flaws, and the idea of having Mario Sunshine with Odyssey controls is, like, a wet fucking dream to me. That's all I got. Oh. I don't have anything to add to that. Nothing. And nope, just I like I like Sunshine as well. And it's probably one of my favorite 3D Mario games. True. I was like, there was a, and that's the thing, we haven't had a legitimate Nintendo Direct in I don't know how long. The last couple Directs have either been Direct Minis 
which didn't really have any first-party game information, or the last couple have been Indie World ones, which the one this last one was fantastic. And I mean, they all are. I mean, I always love whenever Nintendo highlights their indies, and I will always give them credit that they like to put them front and center whenever they can, probably because they need content for the console, but also, I mean, indies need some, some love, and they all work really hard to get those games done. Well, and it's, like, hard because you go on the Switch, you go on the eShop, and it looks like the fucking Valve Store, where it's just flooded with, like, like, uh, PG-13, hentai, bubble pop, and all this mobile shit that didn't sell on mobile, but maybe it'll sell on the Switch for a couple extra dollars, and all the good shit gets lost all the time, so it's cool that they... Do try these, to highlight the really good stuff. Yeah, they highlight the good stuff, and then it's nice because they highlight the good stuff. You can go to like the actual featured screen and find the stuff. Well, you could also argue that it'd be really cool if Nintendo just didn't let that shit get on their console. But yeah, or it'd be cool if like, oh, they realize like if they were able to update the algorithm in a way where it's like, oh, I bought Torchlight Two and this game and this game you would also probably like, and then it recommends premium games to you that are like within the same price range, within the same kind of genre and stuff, and then you can discover more good games that way, and it'll help filter out all the shit games that you're not interested in, because there's currently no way to do that besides just searching directly by like... Well, Nintendo did have a rating system on there for a small amount of time, and then I assume enough like developers that weren't good... That were just throwing shovel wear on the system. We're getting downvoted all the time, so like Nintendo stopped. Bouncy Bob filed a cease and desist because they couldn't sell Bouncy Bob for their ninety nine cents. Yeah, but dude, I mean, I don't even get to play games right now, so that's true. Matt just gets to down ibuprofen and sweat profusely as he keeps refreshing the page for the Kickstarter. I try to only check it twice a day just for my own health. I check it, like, six times a day for him. Uh, PJ checks it, like, every seven hours, like, every minute, so... PJ has a iPhone 7 Velcro to his kid's back, <laughs> so he can constantly see it. <laughs> I mean, probably. Yeah. Because he's chasing it. his kid all around the house. It probably doesn't even need Velcro, because it's just stuck to his back, because kids are fucking disgusting. And, and sticky. And wet. And little shit. Alright, we're gonna move on to the other thing we were doing. Yeah, so, as especially, so because of the whole DC universe, whatever stuff that's going on, we are, I put together on tier.com a list of all... Nina's clothes. Cloak. What? <laughs> cloak. Oh yeah, Nina's cloak. And, oh, that's better than the ads that were on there last time. They were a little bit not safe for work. Yeah. Risque, if you will. Pirate porn. But, no. Uh, I put together a list of the DC live-action movies from 1989 to 2020. Because there were some earlier than that. Like, there's, like, a 1960-something Batman and, like, a the old Superman movies. But I, I know I've seen a couple of the Superman ones, but I couldn't tell you what actually happened in them. Or anything like or that. Which one was which one? Yeah, so th- I felt there was like a swamp thing one. 
But it's like, this was a good jumping because I have seen the 1989 Batman. So that was a good jumping on point. Because out of all these movies, there's only two that I haven't seen. And I'm assuming they're just utter shit. So we're going to be rating them. We got this nice little rating chart here. And it goes from God tier, great, pretty good, decent, watchable, and unwatchable. And I figure we'll just kind of go in alphabetical order of the movies and just kind of go down the list. So we got stuff that's a part of the DC universe, all the, uh, all the and then a lot of not DC universe, like Batman and stuff. And it goes all the way up to um, Birds of Prey or the fabulous introduction of Harley J. Quinn, whatever the fuck the name was. And they were like, oh, we're losing the Sonic at the box office. Let's just change it to Birds of Prey because our audience is borderline retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so let's start off with Aquaman. Um, where do you think? Well, where do you well, think first Aquaman off, just looking go? at this list, I guarantee I'm going to piss off Tanner and Troy at oh, least once on this list. I know it. I know Tanner and our friends Tanner and Troy, who have both been on the podcast multiple times, are uh, you know they are very well known DC fanboys, and Tanner has also gone out of his way multiple times to defend movies such as Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman and stuff like that. So I know this list is probably going to piss him off. But So where do, you, where do you think Aquaman should go on this list? So that's really tough because Aquaman, I've only seen it once. I have also only seen it once. And I really... Like, the whole time, like, there was things that were really good about Aquaman, and there are things that are just awful about Aquaman. And it's just, like, I really want to like Aquaman for a lot of things, but I also just, given the lineup of stuff, I mean, I'd probably put it somewhere in the middle. I would put it at... I'm willing to put it... The highest I will go on it is pretty good. Uh, yeah, I was looking at around there or decent. I mean, I'm if you're willing, I'm willing to put it at decent. All right, it is decent. All right, because yeah, the the hair in that movie, especially for his sister or wife, whatever her name is, is Mara. Yeah, Mara. Awful. Yeah. And um, well, I mean, the thing that kills me about that movie is well, there's just a lot of weird things about the plot structure, such as any exposition dump being interrupted by explosions to make things exciting again but there is a lot of exposition in that movie like to the point where i'm like man they're explaining a lot of things in that movie and normally i can get past exposition dumps but i mean there's a lot and there's just times where it's like whenever she's going whenever they're going into atlantis and they're explaining the security checkpoints and i'm like that's Chekhov's gun that's going to be used later for them to not be able to get out of the the, the city and it's just like, there were times where the exposition was just pulling me out of the movie. My complaint was these shots of Atlantis were gorgeous, and then you see the rest of the movie, and I'm like, oh, that's where the budget went, was <laughs> making Atlantis look good. And then they were like, well, now we have $36.42 to work with the rest of the movie. I mean, the fight at the end is pretty cool, with like the big war scene, and then like the... Uh... 
the fight between him and Ocean Master. Yeah, they're like riding on seahorses to battle. They also did my boy Black Manta pretty dirty, so I mean, there's that. Man, it's like, honestly... It's that like, that alone is a reason to knock it down from pretty good. It's watchable. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, 1980, ugh, 1989, Batman. So... I'm trying... <laughs> All of the earlier Batman movies kind of blur together to me for whatever reason, and I don't know why, because the Schumacher Batman movies are nothing like <laughs> the other ones, and I just, I can't... Here, do we need to pull up the... On? Hey, Wait. films based off Batman. Yeah, well, here's the list of... Oh, yeah, see, here's the list. I don't know if you can see. I'm recording. Okay, you can. Cool. That's awesome. I the video, because here, it goes as early as 1951 with Superman and the Mole Men. <laughs> and I was like, never saw it. And I was like, next one, Stamp Day for Superman. <laughs> like, these are all really riveting, as you can tell. 1966 Batman, Superman, Superman 2, Swamp Thing, Superman 3, Supergirl, uh, Superman 4. I didn't even realize there was a fourth one. Quest yeah, I knew Thief. there was a fourth one. I've just never uh, seen it. All right, so a uh, little refresher here. Batman, 1989. Yep, directed by a boy Tim Burton, who, if he could have at the time, probably would have put Johnny Depp in it. Uh, <laughs> Jack Nicholson was the Joker. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. So Michael Keaton was Bruce Wayne. I've. This is one of the ones that I've probably seen once. Way back... So I could not even tell you where I would put it on the list, but I know it's pretty well liked. I see. I would. It's one of those where, I mean, it's definitely aged, but it's it, definitely it, not as bad as Batman Forever. Yeah, it's definitely entertaining. And I actually went back not that long ago and me and Megan, we watched this and we watched batman and robin and batman forever and batman we watched all of these and i would say i would definitely put this i the highest i would go on it is pretty good i think i pretty good is like a solid spot it's still entertaining i honestly would watch it over like half of the newer stuff <laughs> so so it's great then god tier <laughs> for dc so can we agree pretty good for... Sure, why not? All right. I mean, that's only because, again, the a lot of the older Batman movies, the only one that I've seen recently is Batman Forever. And I know that is not very good. And it's only good in the sense that it is laughably bad at this point. So because it is laughably... So let's jump into Batman Forever. Because it is laughably bad, which I totally agree 100%, would you put it at watchable? Because think about what you would put in unwatchable, and then think about this movie. It is watchable. Okay. It's watchable if for no other reason than because it is hilariously bad. I will also say, we because uh, I also did this, we didn't finish it, but I did this on this week's episode of That Pixel Life 2, and... Zach made the perfect point that Jim Carrey as the Riddler, as a villain, was way ahead of his time because he gave out a product for free to get everybody's information. God damn it. <laughs> so he was Zuckerberg before Zuckerberg could Zuckerberg. <laughs> God damn it. 
So for that reason alone, I was like, yeah, that's pretty great. So we'll put that as watchable. Okay. Here, let's, so we've been focusing on some, let's jump to some Well, new... we were going to do Batman and Robin. Okay, so Batman and Robin. Uh, that's, I don't know if that's watchable. I mean, it's definitely lower than Batman Forever. It is pretty bad. Uh, all I really, like, I just watched this recently, and, like, two of the main things I remember is, one, Arnold Schwarzenegger's really bad Mr. Freeze puns. And I mean, that's the thing that is rememberable about that movie. That is true. That is one of the things I do remember about the movie. And two is Poison Ivy trying to kill Robin, but it doesn't work because he put tape on his lips. So the kiss didn't kill him. God damn. And isn't Bane in the movie, too, of some variety? Yeah, there's, like, a ton of villains. And, like, Bane looks like the comic book. Like, here, hold on. Uh, Pull it up for all the fans. Yeah, we're going to pull up a picture of Bane from Batman. Was it Batman Forever? Not because people probably haven't seen it, but because they need a refresher on it. Forever Bane. No, it's not. It's Batman and Robin. God damn it. Uh, Batman Forever Robin Bane. <laughs> Batman and Robin. Apparently enough people Googled it to where they knew there it. There we go. Look at this. Like Macho Man Randy fucking Savage over here God with the El Chupacabra mask. He's oh, got, and he's got a spike belt around his waist. Dude, honestly, if this picture doesn't make you want to watch the movie, I don't know what will. He looks like the lead singer of some, like, metal band opening for, like, Cannibal Corpse. He looks like a Slipknot cover. Yeah, like, <laughs> before I forget! <laughs> I mean, look, he's, like, green. Alright. Oh, yeah. I'm we the... get it. <laughs> Whoa. Hubba, hubba. Alright. So, yeah. So, well, can we agree, then, that Batman Robin unwatchable? Yeah, definitely. Alright. Here, let's jump to something new. Here we go. Let, let's start throwing some punches here. Batman vs. Superman. Again, like, I think most of the ones on this list I have watched once or I have not watched at all. Um, with the exception of Watchmen. But Batman vs. Superman. I like it less than Aquaman. <laughs> Me too. Honestly, my first, when I picked it, I'm thinking watchable. Like... Is it above Batman Forever? Uh, so that's the thing. So we're I'm thinking, let's just put them in categories, and then at the end we will adjust them, and then maybe bump some up or down depending on where they fall. I just this alone, I'm thinking what like I don't think it belongs under or in the same category as Batman and Robin, but. I definitely agree that I also don't think it belongs up with Aquaman, which leaves it inwatchable. Okay. I'm trying to remember the fucking movie, because it's been a while Um, since I saw it in theaters. They started fighting, and then the fighting stopped because they both realized... No, everybody remembers that part. I don't remember anything before that. Lex Luthor pits them against each other, and he has hippie hair. I will say this. I would put it... Above Batman forever, just for the really cool kind of, like, nod to, uh, oh, fuck. Why Bane? 
No, <laughs> the 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 fight scene where Batman's ambushing people in that apartment. Oh yeah, and it's like, do you bleed? No, not that. <laughs> <laughs> so we agree then, watchable and sure. before Batman. Forever. I think so. All right, here let's jump to a classic, Green Lantern. I I've, I. I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm putting that in. I I have watched it once, but. It is the only movie on this list. So there's a couple on here that I have not watched, like Jonah Hex and Steel. Well, I know Jonah Hex is supposed to be awful. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I've heard. But, I mean, this stars Shaq. So I that, can't... That's already starting off on the wrong foot. Yeah. But I will say, so out of the remaining ones on this list, Green Lantern is the only one that I haven't seen the entire movie because I fell asleep <laughs> during the middle of it, and I woke up at the very end when he destroys Parallax. So for me, that's automatically falling under unwatchable, because I couldn't even finish it. Even as much as you cannot save this movie just because Sinestro. I wish it could save the movie, yeah. because he's so good as Sinestro. I know, I'll admit it is great, and it set up. It could we could have had the fucking the Lantern Wars with the Fear Lantern Corps and whatever, but we didn't get it. No, we had weird parallax out of nowhere. The fact that Ryan Reynolds won't even defend this movie and openly mocks it and berates it every chance he gets <laughs> tells me that Ryan Reynolds would want me to put it in unwatchable. Sure, I can agree with that. All right, I'm like I now. Do you think it's more watchable than Batman and Robin? I do not. Okay. <laughs> we also agree on that. Uh, so then let's get Jonah Hex out of the way. Uh, we Neither of us have watched it, and we it is well known for being terrible. Yeah. So let's so put it down there. I'm assuming it's worse than Green Lantern then, because I haven't even watched it. And let's just knock Shaq out of the way as well, because I know Matt hasn't seen it. I haven't, but I'm pretty sure it's probably better than Green Lantern. I also did not know this existed, where I knew about Jonah Hex, at least, so I'm going to also put that behind Jonah Hex. <laughs> God damn it. Um, all right, Shazam. Uh, Shazam I really like. I like it a lot, honestly. That's probably, uh, I mean, spoiler warning, but like that and Wonder Woman are probably my favorite DCU films. Um, really? Yeah, no, I really like Shazam. It's a fun movie. And it's, like, the first, like, DC film that I've walked out of where I'm like, yeah, that was a fun movie. It, and it doesn't feel like... It kind of has some early superhero film vibes where it, like, building up to the villain and just, like, things getting rolling. But I think it's a fun movie. Um, I would actually put it in great. You'd put it in great? I would. See, I was thinking pretty good, but I, I am willing, I'm a compromised man. I did enjoy the movie, got a couple chuckles, so I will, for right now, we'll throw it in great. And then let's jump on over to Catwoman. No, that's bad. So, bad watchable? No. Or are we talking bad unwatchable? No, bad not, no, no, nope, we're talking not watchable. Now, yeah. in this list, would... Now, my thing is, I'm thinking, it's since I have actually seen it, it's automatically for me going in front of Jonah Hex, but <laughs> is it going to go in front of Green Lantern? I don't think so, because nothing in Catwoman is, is good. Redeeming. Yep. All right. <laughs> There's no redeeming factors to Catwoman. All right. I will agree to that. 
So then let's uh let's upset Tanner. Let's jump on over to Man of Steel. Oh, I thought we were gonna go to the uh, the Dark Knight trilogy if we were gonna upset Tanner. <laughs> well, we'll do that one next. Let's knock out Man of Steel. Um, I think Man of Steel is definitely better than Batman vs Superman. But I'm also not a huge fan of the tone that they went with Superman. So, And, I mean, I'm not against the whole Superman killing thing. That's not it. I just, I would have liked for a more upbeat Superman movie. And I think they flew in the face of, like, how you can make Superman interesting. And there's a whole, like, argument to be had about how you make Superman interesting. And if... You don't ground him and make him interesting in some sort of way by, like, making him, I don't know, compromises (laughs) morals in some sort of way that that's the way to make Superman interesting. But I've, I never thought that that's the case. And I think Marvel's, like, whole run of Steve Rogers is kind of like a lesson in, like, how you can make somebody who is uncompromising in their morals interesting by putting them into situations where their morals go up against something. And that's the interesting part. It's how their morals and their unwillingness to bend does something versus like, oh, I'm going to compromise on my morals. I'm going to kill somebody. So my question is then for Man of Steel, for me, my first instinct is to put it in decent because i didn't think it was a horrible movie i don't think so either i don't think it's a horrible movie yeah so but i would also for me i would put it before batman versus superman but i, I would, would so i would put it in decent okay so we can redo do you think it's better than aquaman um to be decided all right so we'll just throw it after aquaman for right now yeah all right so then yeah let's uh let's start then with let's go with batman begins over here I think Batman Begins is a solid superhero flick. Me too. So I would honestly, I would put it, like, I don't know if I'd put it, like, I would definitely put it in pretty good. I don't know. I, I, I might put it in great. Great? Okay. I might do that. I'd be willing to put it in great because I do. E- either above Batman in pretty good or below Shazam in great. Either one. All right. Because I do like... Um, Liam Nielsen as Ra's al Ghul. I thought he well, did a yeah. pretty good job. And it's like, alright, you know what, let's go... I also haven't been... I wasn't ground down by the Bale Batman voice at that point, but... Yeah. So here, let's, for right now, let's just put it at the top of pretty good. All of this is subjectable to change once everything's kind of in place, and then we can kind of get a good look at what we're looking at here. So then let's move on next to The Dark Knight. Uh, can we make another category for not a superhero film? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Tanner right now is like, he's like at his computer typing and he just stops and looks up and he knows. Yeah, he he hasn't even watched the podcast yet. He just knows what I've said. (laughs) See, so... I don't think it's a bad film. Um, I just... Do not, and I will continue to say this, this is the hill that I will die on. I do not think it's a good Batman film. So, so for me, I would put it in God tier. 
And <laughs> I'm like, judging by your tone, that you do not want to put it in God. I mean, you can put it wherever the fuck you want, Justin. It's your podcast, but I'm giving my two cents, and I don't... So, tell me, where would you put it, then? Would you put it... Because it's definitely... It's, it's definitely it... a DC movie, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I think it's better... I... I would, so... Here's my comment. I would totally, I would go down to great. I don't feel like I could honestly put this lower than great. I, I wouldn't put it lower than, I wouldn't put it too low. I don't think it's a bad film. Would you put it before Shazam? So there's, the problem with this is that there's two ways of looking at this. You could look at it in terms of like superhero films and like in terms of like what you go into like a Batman film or like as a comic book fan or as someone who is a superhero fan expecting or you could go into it like as a film fan um tanner being a film fan first would obviously put it higher up on the list um i i could bend and say that it is better than shazam but that's only because i know it's a good film there's not like a lot of there's no flaws in the film it's just in terms of like it being a batman movie it's more of a gritty action movie. I mean, with some noir elements than it is like Batman detective work. It, it totally is, but it's like for me also. Heath Ledger's the best Joker. See, you can't <laughs> fucking judge a whole movie based off of the one the performances of one person. But because Green Lantern's down there, yes, yeah, but. <laughs> Green Lantern is down there, but it's just I, as you said, this movie didn't have any flaws. This did. I know, this I know, I know. Nothing but a series of flaws. I know. I, I'm fine with it being where it's at. Alright, I'm fine with it being great. Alright, let's, uh... Tanner's here. gonna be super upset that it's not hanging out there in God tier along with, you know... Well, we'll get to... Cause I, Christopher Nolan's dick. Yeah, that is true. Uh, so then let's do... Um, what is it? The Dark Knight... Alright, Dark Knight Rises. I fucking hate that movie. I So, funny <laughs> enough, I also hate this movie. And I know Tanner, I believe, likes this movie. See, Tanner, for the longest time, defended... That was the hill Tanner was gonna die on. And then time has passed, and I think now Tanner realizes that it really, honest to God, wasn't a good movie. So, my real question, though is how low are you willing to put this? It's still watchable. It's yeah. not unwatchable. Very true. I would also put it in watchable. Would you put it before Batman vs. Superman? It's just as many fucking plot flaws as Batman vs. Superman does. It does, and it's weird because I'm sitting here thinking about it, and I'm honestly like... I think I would rather watch Batman vs. Superman. That's my thing is, that's the struggle for me because I feel gross saying that. But at the same time, I'm like I don't I, want I don't want to watch I don't want to watch The Dark Knight Rises I, again. I was like I would rather watch Batman fight Superman in Batman vs Superman. I'd rather watch that fight than I would watch him fight Bane in this movie. No, you're right because the action scenes in Nolan's Batman are not good hand-to-hand -hand combat scenes he doesn't do a good job at it yeah when the best part of this movie for me is joseph gordon lovett as a detective 
Do you, do you know how glad I'm going to be whenever filmmakers move beyond using The Dark Knight Returns as the fucking basis for their films? I will be so fucking glad whenever that is not... We've moved beyond that one comic book arc and moved on to any of the number of good... Better Batman stories. Be, be, way better Batman stories. And that's another reason why I'm super excited for the new one, because it looks like, oh shit, it's not based off of The Dark Knight Rises. I mean, arguably, it's year two Batman, but I mean, that's still better. <laughs> Alright, here, let's jump over Watchmen. Uh, I really like Watchmen. I I've watched... I've watched The Watchmen probably more than any film on this list. So, yeah, for me, I would put this at God tier. I don't think I'd put it at God tier. Really? I really like it. It's I, I acknowledge that the movie has flaws, and I acknowledge, like, that there are some changes that they made that kind of make it a little weird. Because, see, for me, it, it's definitely top of great for me, if not God tier. I do really like The Watchmen, though. Because, see, for me, out of every movie on this list, and even if I was to throw on the Marvel Cinematic movies onto a list, Watchmen, I feel like, is the fucking closest to the actual comic book source material than any other comic book movie that exists. No, I agree. Like, they pretty much hit every plot point. The only thing that I honestly really noticed that they even changed was the ending. But the ending is still the same. It just happens differently. Mm -hmm. And I understand why they made the change because giant squid monster thing exploding in the middle of New York. No, it's super weird. And I get why they made that creative change. Like, I have no problem with that. Um, I know Alan Moore has a problem with that because <laughs> Alan Moore is a cranky old wizard. But, um, I mean, it's fine either way. I'm fine with God tier. I'm fine with high grade tier, whatever you want to do. All right, we're going to throw this in God tier for right now since we got nothing in there. And I hate you need something. All right, here, speaking of something, Joker. I mean, I've never seen it, so... You haven't seen Joker I still yet? haven't seen Joker. Oh, man. Ugh. It's going to be completely up to you at this point. Um, <sighs> I, I know that I, I've heard good things about it. That's the most that I've heard about it. Like, honestly, aside from me watching the trailer once, and then, like, I've heard good things about it. Like, I don't have any problem with the film. I don't have any problem with the direction that they took it, or that... It's just kind of like a one-off kind of its own thing. I don't have a problem with that at all. That it's like, yeah, sure, you could take the inspiration for Joker and do something with it. That's fine. I don't care. All right. Um, I was like, if I if I had to pick where I think this should go, I would probably put it, like, I would put it at the end of Great, and I would put it there because the movie is good. I do enjoy it. Joaquin Phoenix did a great job. But it's also one of those movies where it's like, I feel like since I've watched it, well, like I feel like I don't need to watch it again. Like I've seen it once, I enjoyed it, but it's kind of like one of those where it is very, it's slow. It's very art house. Yeah, it's very like A24, kind of like artsy. So I do enjoy it, and I think he did a good job of kind of showing the descent like into madness sort of thing like and that like people are like 
the real monsters were man, like, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I still think it's great, but, it's like, I would totally watch Shazam. I would watch Shazam again before I would, like, if you handed me two DVDs of Joker and Shazam, I would pick Shazam every time. Yeah. So, but I think it's good. Uh, here we go. Suicide Squad. I don't like Suicide Squad at all. Like, I mean, it had the potential to maybe be good, but, like, it's just... It's would, kind of all over the map, and it's, like, not even in a good way. Would you put it in Watchable? Maybe. Probably. Where in Watchable would you put it? Would you put it before Batman for Like, for me... I would rather watch Batman Forever. You would rather watch Batman G- Given Forever. the two movies, I would watch Batman Forever again. All right. You know, and that's the thing. is, I'm totally fine with that. Because, <laughs> yeah, I fucking... I went... I paid money to see Suicide So, so did I. And it's just yeah. like... And it's crazy because it, this is one of those cases where it's like... Yeah, no, I'm totally going to go see James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Because yeah. I think that's going to be really good. This was not good. And it was like, for me, it was like one of those things where I went and saw it in theaters, and afterwards I was like, like, oh, I was like, you know, it was okay. And then, like, the car ride home, thinking about it, like, the clothes, like, usually you're like, oh, you know, like, that's such a great movie, and you're thinking about it all the way Yeah, home. you're thinking of all the good scenes or something. But by the time I got back to the house from the movie theater, I was like, I liked the movie less, <laughs> not more, <laughs> than when I initially walked out of the theater. God damn it. So, yeah, I'm totally fine putting it behind Batman Forever. All right, let's uh, jump to another one over here. Let's go with uh, this, uh, the Superman... The fuck is that one? That's Superman Returns. Yeah, Superman Returns. Yeah, that's... uh... The only thing I even remember about this movie is in the trailer where the dude with the gun shoots the bullet, and in, like, slow-mo, it hits his eye, and the bullet just, like, crumples, and the guy's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I think that was a thing. I do, the yeah. only thing I I me and Jess saw it once, and the only thing I remember about the movie is that the climax of the movie is that there's like Lex Luthor was like growing some sort of crystal city or something. I think yeah, he like, like bought an island or something. Yeah, there was yeah. like a plot like to like grow landmass or something. I can't remember exactly. He's terraforming. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, no, I don't remember anything about this movie at all. So. I don't think it's bad. I, not that I remember, but I also don't know if it's unwatchable. Would you watch it again over Suicide Squad? I have no idea, because I don't remember anything about the movie. I guess at least Suicide Squad, I remember that it was bad. That's true. <laughs> um, it's just very forgettable. I think that's what it is. Yeah, it is. I'm trying to think. I mean, I would... So my thing is... Maybe I it's would, at the end of Watchable? Okay, because yeah, I was like, I would definitely, I think, pick Suicide Squad over that movie... But then I was like... Have you seen it? I have seen this. I, it's just... I've literally... I watched it in theaters, I believe, when it came out. It's just... I haven't seen it against it. Because I'm also not a big Superman fan. So, it's not like I go out of my way to watch Superman movies. Like, even fucking Man of Steel, I torrented that shit. Like, I didn't go see that in theaters. I, I mean, I'll watch. Batman I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll watch any of the animated Superman movies because oh, those are good. those are good. Yeah, I like those ones. Like the death, what death of the sun, the red sun. Yeah, Superman, Red Sun. Yeah, and then you've got um, Death of Superman. Yeah, yeah, I was mixing both of those together. <laughs> oh, here we go, Wonder Woman. Uh, that's up. That's up near Watchmen for me. 
Okay, you would put it God tier. I would. I, I love Wonder Woman. It is, without a doubt, my favorite of the new DC movies. Uh, I will acknowledge that it has some problems at the end, but I really do like Wonder Woman. I'm willing to put it in God tier, but I want to put it behind Watchmen. That's fine, sure. All right. Uh, all right, let's jump to Birds of Prey. Uh, I didn't watch it, and I don't really have any intention of watching it, despite the fact that people have said that it's good. Like, I have no interest in watching a whole movie of Harley Quinn. So, I also haven't watched it. Oh, well, that's... And I have it downloaded. I've had it downloaded for probably about four months now. And so, at the low, low price of free... I have the movie at home right now, and I haven't watched it. I've watched Sonic the Hedgehog before I watched this movie, and... I mean, again, I've heard good things about the movie, again, from Tanner and Troy, so, I mean, that's definitely a biased party, but, um, I don't know, it could be good. I would probably say it's watchable, but, again, because I haven't watched it, I don't know where to put it. I mean, I guess if I put it as watchable, I feel like the only way I would do are it you just more, Are you more likely to watch it, that movie, or Suicide Squad again? Oh. See, that's hard because I know Suicide Squad's bad. For <laughs> this, I don't know if it's bad or good. But, I mean, honestly... All right. I would probably, I would definitely probably put it before Suicide Squad. I've watched since I just recently watched Batman Forever again. I don't feel like I can honestly put Birds of Prey when I had Birds of Prey downloaded and I watched Batman Forever. <laughs> You're like again. I chose to watch Batman Forever instead of watching Birds of Prey. Yeah, so I don't realistically feel like I could honestly put that before a movie that I actually have watched. I mean, who knows? Times. That might go up farther in the list some at some point. But like again, I haven't watched it, so I have no idea. All right, uh, Batman Returns. I think that, if I remember right, that's good. Yeah, I do remember last time I watched it, I think I was over at Travis and Caitlin's and they had it on. It's got Penguin, it's got Catwoman, and she has like a pretty cool outfit. Um, here, wait, what's the plot for, I'm trying to remember, like all those movies kind of blend together. I do remember that he had like that boat that was a rubber duck. Oh yeah, also yeah, Tim Burton. This is also Tim Burton's. Yes, um, we got Ozzy at Danny DeVito's The Penguin, and what the fuck happens though? Uh, okay, 1992, okay, I want the plot. Give me the... Gotham City, I want to say like Penguin's like planting bombs or some bullshit like around town. Oswald makes his presence known by rescuing the mayor's baby from a staged kidnapping attempt. I mean, that's pretty funny. Uh, Gotham's Ice Princess... Man, dude, the plot for this is pretty fucking short. It's like four paragraphs. Batman foils the kidnappings. I mean, I like. I remember. I've. I remember watching it in theaters as a kid, and like I said, I remember watching it recently. Maybe low decent. I don't yeah. remember at all, honestly. I would definitely put it in decent. I mean, so indecent. I would put it between Aquaman and Man. I would probably watch this before I would watch Man of Steel, but that's just. I mean, sure, why not? All right. I don't know. We'll just throw it there. Here we go. Justice League. Um. <laughs> I 
<laughs> Matt's thinking so hard. I am because I'm trying to remember the fucking movie. Uh, Batman has a mustache. Oh, and he's you, dead. You, you did it wrong again. It, it basically took the plot of Injustice and put it into a two-hour movie. Or Batman goes bad. And... Aquaman's characterization's all weird. It, Flash does some stuff, I guess. I actually, I actually liked Ezra Miller's Flash a little bit. I mean, he didn't get to do much in the movie. You're absolutely right, but... I also like Affleck's Batman. I really do. It's just... So, I would put it... My, like, my general thing, like, I planned on putting this in watchable. I just don't know where in watchable. Because it's... I think it is... I did watch it. So, I... I think it's indecent. I just don't know where in decent. So... I would definitely rather watch Aquaman over Justice League. For me, mm-hmm. I would rather do that. Um, I honestly don't know if I, <laughs> I almost want to put it behind Batman Returns just because I know Tanner would fucking lose it. What that boat? That that nineteen ninety like two Batman Returns? That Justice beats. League, <laughs> Batman vs Superman, and Man of Steel are all behind that Batman movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for the laughs, it's good, but... Um, I mean, I don't know. I'd probably put it either bef- after Aquaman or before Aquaman. Sorry, in front of or behind. I can't... I'm not All sure. Right. I'll, I'll meet you in the middle then, and I'll put it behind Aquaman. Although, if I rewatch it, I probably would bump it back down. I've only seen it once. Yeah. And, last but not least... And Justin saved this one for last. Of course I did. And you know where I want to put it. It's probably unwatchable. Matt, <laughs> this movie is one that I go back every couple of years and watch. I still like, haven't seen it at all. It's so good. Shia LaBeouf is in it, and normally, like, there's only, like, a handful of movies where I can say Shia LaBeouf was actually good in the movie, and this is one where it's like he has the perfect amount of screen time, and he's, like, Constantine's wannabe sidekick. I will admit, like, can't, like, I think Keanu Reeves does a great job as Constantine. Like, he's not Hellblazer Constantine. Like, he's not the British, like, Constantine. Really snarky. Yeah, but he nails, I feel like, just being, like, pessimistic, like, dick. And to this day, this movie contains the, I think, the coolest and best portrayal of the devil that I have seen in movies and the entire, like, scene with him and, like, the devil at the end, like, m- helps make that ending. And I think it's good. And the movie came out in, like, 2005. And, like, the effects and everything, like, hold up beautifully. Like, it still looks fantastic. Like, it doesn't look So bad. you would put this above the Dark Knight? Honestly, I would. <laughs> I mean, I, would... I can't. I can't argue again because I've never seen the movie. I would be willing to bet that a movie from two thousand five is not better than some of those higher tier movies. But I think it is. I think it's like Matt hasn't seen it, but I think you would enjoy I this think, movie. I think that uh, Justin has a hard on for Keanu Reeves, so that might be. 
a little bit of bias going on. I don't know where it's going. I don't care. I'm putting it. You're like, it's my podcast. It's great. I'm putting it in great. If it was up to me, it would go in God tier near a watchman. But I'm willing to meet in the middle, do some compromising. I'm still putting it in front of Dark Knight. I don't care what Tanner says. Like, Matt, if Tanner wants to bitch, Matt's the one that put got Dark Knight as low as it is anyway. I, mean, I wanted to put it in God tier, so because of Matt, it's Well, in if you this... put it in God tier, you just would have put Constantine one above it in, in God tier. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the list is finished. Let's give it a once over here. Let's start from the yeah, let's start from the top. Alright, so we got God tier, we got Watchmen, and Wonder Woman. I think that's fine. Any complaints? All right, I'm good with that. I don't think I have any complaints. We kind of sorted it as we were going, so I don't really yeah. think I have any complaints anyway. Yeah, great. We ended with Constantine, The Dark Knight, Shazam, and Joker, which I'm fine with. I mean, I'm fine. Again, I'm fine with most of these, given the fact that I have watched most of these maybe once. All right, pretty good. We ended with Batman Begins and... The 1989 Batman. Decent, we ended with Aquaman, Justice League, Batman Returns, and Man of Steel. Watchable, we ended with Batman vs. Superman, The Dark Knight Rises, Batman Forever, Birds of Prey, Suicide Squad, and uh, Superman Returns. God damn. All these things with Batman Returns, Superman, why is everyone returning? And then... <laughs> They're coming back from space. <laughs> Just like Cap. <laughs> and then Unwatchable, we have in the Tear of Shame, which it's funny that uh, about, I don't know, about almost 33% of the movies in the Unwatchable literally have not been watched. <laughs> and so we got Batman and Robin, Green Lantern, Catwoman, Jonah Hex, and steel. Well, I've seen exactly one of those, so. And it was Catwoman. No. <laughs> so I'm pretty proud with the list. Like, I don't have any like really major upsets. I don't know. I don't know if I'd say proud about it, but I mean, whatever I mean, you want. DC's not proud of it. I mean, they shouldn't be. But I mean, in terms of like, it's one of those things where I'm not. I don't feel like. Like, oh, this deserved to be here. I feel gypped. Like, I feel like everything was judged pretty fairly, and I feel like it was put where it belongs. <laughs> Man, that just, that alone is going to upset one person at least. I mean, if Tanner wants to be upset, tell DC to make better movies. I mean, it looks like they're going to. I mean, yeah, everything looks promising now, but it's like... Bro, sorry, Batman vs. Superman fucking sucked. Like, it's not my fault. Man, I was hoping that Aquaman would be higher up. I honestly had some high hopes for it, just seeing how the design for uh, Black Manta was, but it's like, nah, he's a throwaway villain. Yeah, the only reason, too, that I also have it as top-tier indecent is because me and Megan watched it, and we laughed pretty hard at some parts, and she actually wanted to watch it again, a couple days later, 
because we were making fun of it while we were watching it, and she enjoyed doing that and wanted to do it again, but we couldn't do it because I immediately deleted the movie <laughs> after we watched it. So I was like, and I'm not re-downloading it again. So, but, yeah, I think that's good. I think that's a solid list of some movies. I would definitely, I know I would like to have Matt on again to do this with the Marvel movies. And or I, even the animated DC movies, which, I, which I like a lot of those a lot more. See, my problem with the DC animated ones is there would be no watchable and unwatchable tier. Because I think all of them are at least bottom tier decent. I could argue that there's a few of them that are kind of like, meh. Like what? I want to say Bad Blood. Batman Bad Blood is kind of like, eh, it's okay. Well, yeah, that's why it would be decent. I think it'd be in, but it's not like... I would also... I, I mean, mean, you could also... I would also argue that there's a lot... I mean, never mind. There are some unwatchable Marvel ones. If we're going full... Marvel ever, animated sucks. No, I was gonna. No, I was going to say, if we're doing all Marvel live action, then yeah, no, we do have some unwatchable bullshit in there because you've got, like, Daredevil and you've got, like, Ang Lee's Hulk. Oh, dude, I totally forgot about that. Because, so, initially with this list, um, I initially was going to combine... I was actually going to not include... My initial plan was I wasn't going to include any of the uh, the DC, like, you. universe movies. And it was going to be strictly non-universe DC movies and non-universe Marvel movies together. Uh. And, yeah, dude, that Daredevil's rough. Electra sucks. Oh, I forgot uh, Electra was a thing. Yep. Punisher Warzone was bad. I actually if if we were doing that, the uh two what is it, two thousand when did that movie come out? Two thousand two Punisher, the first Punisher movie, I would actually put that Punisher movie the lowest I'd be willing to go is pretty good. I couldn't rank any of the blades though, because that's also something I've never seen. Yeah. I feel like I don't think even though I haven't, I like I've seen the first and the, I want to say the second one. I don't think I ever saw the third one, but I only again watched those like once. But from what I remember, I honestly don't think any of the three Blade movies would probably fall lower than decent. decent yeah, yeah. I, that's all I've heard too. Is I've heard good things about those, and then like I would say probably the top of that tier list would probably be like First Class or. Uh, oh, it's true. Yeah, it wasn't even Days of Future Fox. Past. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you what have. What about X Men: Last Stand? Yeah, if it goes unwatchable, I would never fucking watch that again. <laughs> but it, you watched it, <laughs> so it's obviously watchable. I mean, I've watched <laughs> Batman and Robin too. Electric Boogaloo. What else would not? Oh, uh, well. Never mind, I know what would go in God Tier. Oh. Logan. Logan would go in God Tier. Dude, what about um X-Men Origins? Yeah. No, that's also an unwatchable. That's all that's worse than I would rather watch Daredevil. Oh my god, is that <laughs> to ask you if you'd rather do that? I would rather watch Daredevil. I don't know if I'd rather watch Electra though. I wouldn't. <laughs> I would rather watch Old Man Logan's. Um not Old Man Logan, god damn it. X-Men Origins. Yeah. Um you were right, though, like, for DC Animated, Bad Blood is, like, I would put Bad Blood 
like lower, yeah, I would definitely put Flashpoint in God tier. Well, Flashpoint's like, really good. Mask of, obviously, Mask of the Phantasm needs to go up there. Where would you put the Batman Beyond Return of the Joker? Um, been a while since I've watched it. It's probably pretty good or great. I yeah, mean, I would definitely. We're I, already running through this. This is stupid. Yeah, but I would definitely put it. I wouldn't put it any lower than pretty good. I would say it's pretty good, or like somewhere like amongst great. Depending on with the other, I ones. wish they had more Flash movies, honestly. But um, what was the? There was another. I was trying to hunt. I'm trying to remember what the other. There was a DC animated one that I was. Oh, the fucking um, what is it? Last laugh. Is that it? The one they changed it to where fucking Bruce ends up having sex with Barbara. Oh yeah, that one's which weird. never happened. Oh yeah, I forgot that whole movie yeah Yeah, that's weird like i i was looking forward to that movie and then i got to that scene and i was like what are you doing that's that's very weird i was like she's also like a kid she's also like your friend's daughter yeah and you're (laughs) like banging her on this building i don't know that's some weird creative decisions but you know whatever I don't know. I was also like, Hush also kind of disappointed me a little bit. Really? You didn't like Batman Hush? Like, I love the comic. Well, yeah, I know that. And the movie I thought was, I didn't think it was, like, I, I definitely wouldn't put it under anything like, it would not go lower than decent, but I thought it was good. It's just like, my problem is, there was so much story that... Well, you you have, can only I know you can only fit so much. Well, bit. it's just because Hush is such an intricate detective story. And yeah, and that's the thing is like Superman. Like there was like from what the actual animated movie showed to the comic, they cut like ten characters I think out of from the comic to add up thing that like the story was so condensed that I feel like Hush is a badass and it's like really amazing. And I feel like the animated movie made him not as amazing because you didn't get to experience the full thrill of going through everything that he did. I'll tell you what a god, like either great or god tier one for me is, is Emerald Knights, Green Lantern Emerald Knights. And it's just, so what they're trying to do is they're trying to contain whatever's going on with the sun and it's just all the Green Lanterns trying to do that. But while they're doing it, they're all reciting, like, different, like, war stories that they've heard. And it's just different stories about different Green Lanterns. And it's just, like, an anthology story. And it's really cool that they're just talking about different Green Lanterns. And it's just really neat. See, I was going to say, the one I was thinking you were going to say that I would also place in God tier is Under the Red Hood. Uh, I don't know if I'd put that one that high up. Really? Yeah, no, would I you like put the, it under great. I would, no, I'd put it probably in great. I wouldn't put it in god tier though. Well, see, I was thinking like end of god tier, but well, all right, all right. If you would only put it in great, I mean, I try to reserve god tier for stuff that like I would watch over and over again, probably like Batman or Superman. <laughs> That's like, well, everybody, it's been a great podcast, you it know. Has been Super great. Okay, it's only been an hour and a half. Hour Hour and 40. 40. But, I mean, I'm happy with the list. We covered the DC stuff. We'll cover the Marvel stuff. And even in, I think even on the Marvel side, 
while it will be more it would be more top heavy for me i don't think i would put any more than a few films in god tier for me all right if you okay if you had to pick three three for god for god tier oh that's easy three for god tier. yep super easy Okay, what were the three? It would be Guardians 1, Civil War, and one more. Yeah, no. <laughs> what? I was about to say Ant-Man as a joke, but no. What? No, as a joke, I wouldn't put Ant-Man that high up. Uh, it would probably be either Endgame or... Um, Infinity War. See, you said Silver War, but did you mean Winter Soldier? I didn't. Oh. I, 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 Winter Soldier would probably be down one in great. It would be like high great tier. Same thing for Guardians 2. Yeah, I mean, I will agree. I like Guardians 1 more than Guardians 2. I like Guardians 2 just because, like, everything with Yondu and Rocket is just amazing. Like, they did a really good job with just the characterization and, like, flushing out some of the characters and making you care about them a lot. Um, but there's some weird stuff in Guardians 2, just a little bit. Yeah. I mean, like... I'd probably... There is a few that I would probably put in, like, barely watchable. Like, I've watched the movie, but I would never watch it again. Incredible Hulk? Uh, I actually don't mind Incredible Hulk. It's probably the highest one on unwatchable, maybe even low watchable for me. It's definitely watchable, but I'd I can't I would, tell you the last time I actually. Watched I would it. rather watch that over either Iron Man two or Thor two or even Thor one. I would honestly. Here's a hot take for you. I would rather watch that movie. Than Ant-Man and the Wasp. I just recently watched Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's not bad. It's just, you just you they butchered. I know. I was about ghost. to. I was about to bring it up. You just have a hard on for Ghost. Yeah, because they butchered it, man. Like they they pooched it. I know. Ghost is like your favorite villain. My whole like D-list villain. My whole thing is so Ant-Man one the villain. Is basically like they shrinky suit, like whatever. It's basically like a mirror of Ant Man, but with wings. Yeah, you totally know, get it. Same, That's fine. It's a suit. So then I'm thinking, all right, then what's going to be the villain for the next one? All right, oh, Ghost, another person with a suit, but they don't shrink, they don't But I'm like, okay, more suit based villains. Fine with that. One problem, Ghost in the movie. Doesn't get the powers from the suit. They just have powers, and the suit somehow controls it or helps. And I'm like, that's not what he does. And I get, they made it a chick, and so some gross dude who's, like, weird. And it's like, okay, fine. I don't care that you made it a woman. I don't care that you catch it. But it's like, you're changing the powers. You're changing the gender and, like, this the general way the character acts. And then at the very end of the movie... It's like everyone's kind of like, oh, we did it, guys. Like, and See, I don't mind some of the changes. The thing that I have a problem with Ant-Man and Wasp is that it's like you at the very end you just get deus ex machina and it's like, okay, Janet's back. Okay, she can magically fix her. Everything's good now. And I hate it. I hate the ending of the movie. 
And in reality, they could have used Ghost in almost a similar fashion to the way that Ghost is in the comic books, where they are someone who is like a, a corporate spy, and they're steal they're st trying to steal secrets from Hank Pym and stuff like that. That would have totally worked as yeah. a really good villain. Um, and I don't mind the route that they went. I just wish that she would have been more of a villain instead of it being like, oh, her powers are fixed and now everything's fine. No, I 100% agree, which is why I put it so low. And I'd watch it again still. Well, I mean, I would watch it, like I said, like, objectively. Honestly, I would watch Ant-Man and the Wasp over Iron Man 2 or Iron Man 3. I do not like either of them. Iron Man three has some good points. I would, I, I would they butchered extremist. We had, we could have had extremist suit. Oh, we did have it. We, yeah, later. I don't care anymore. They messed that storyline up so hard. I got, I got the extremists. I'm and fine. You got rescue and whatever, but it's like, bro, they ruined the Mandalorian. Yeah, <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> um. <laughs> There's some parts to Iron Man 3 that make it redeemable. All of the stuff with, like, AIM and, like, uh, whoever the fuck the guy in the main villain is in that movie. I can't even remember his name. Uh, Killian. Uh, everything about, like, he's just, he's just not a good villain. He's just boring. And he's just so boring. I mean, I would probably put Iron Man 3 before Iron Man 2. I definitely w would before. Yeah, sorry. You mean after? You mean I would rather watch Iron Man three. Well, no, that's Iron true. Yeah. I agree. Um, but I will agree that Ant Man and Wasp is definitely one of the meh Marvel movies. I'll agree to that. I mean, so is Iron Man three, in my opinion. Uh, what else is kind of a meh Marvel movie? Um. I'm trying to think now. There's been so many fucking movies at this point. Um, Thor? Oh, man. I almost want to change one of my god. I almost want to swap out one of the, like... No, I can't swap out one of my god tiers for one of the Spider-Man movies because those are really good, too. Those are... All, both of the Spider-Man movies going great for yeah, me. Yeah, I would, I would definitely put them both in great. Um, I would also put... Doctor Strange and great. I mean, I also really like Doctor Strange, if for no other reason than because it's it's slightly different from the other ones, and it doesn't end in a giant superhero battle at the very end. That was my thing, is one... You can't beat Dormammu, so it's like they did something cool where you aren't just, like, super power yeah, fighting the, people. That was the big three things for me. One, Cucumber killed it as Doctor <laughs> Strange. I'm like, two, they... Kind of in a time where it's like the Marvel movies now are kind of coming out like every year, twice a year, like whatever. They really shook up, I feel like, their like formula of the movie because of the ending and stuff like that. And did a really good job. And three, to this day, I think the only thing maybe even comparable to it would be like Infinity War, Endgame, whatever. Visually, it is breathtaking. Oh, yeah, Some of the shit good. that they do. It is just like mind-blowingly good we just watched it again not that long ago yeah and just watching it is just a like visual acid trip treat to the eyes 
trying to think if there's anything else I'd put in meh. I'm actually trying to remember movies now. Here, you know what? Here, while we're gonna, we'll finish up. Ooh, just briefly, just briefly looking at the Marvel movies. Yeah, real quick. let's because cool, uh, now that we're talking about it, I kind of actually do want to remember some of these. Yeah, list of Marvel cinematic universe. Nope, Marvel right there. Next cinematic one. universe subject. Good guy Wikipedia. The Infinity Saga, as the kids call it. All right. So, yeah, Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain... Ooh, for me, I would... I mean, I would put First Avengers, man. See, it's 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 either... It's high up there for... It's not like... It's not low, man. No, it's, it's like the highest of those for me. Like, I really... I've always loved um, the characterization ooh. of Cap. What about Age of Ultron? I recently watched Age of Ultron again, and while I don't like all the characterization of Ultron, it's not completely irredeemable. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's definitely decent. Uh, Guardians, Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther. Man, I forgot how Oh, I would put Captain Marvel as man all day. I would too. There's nothing really remarkable about it. I've honestly seen that movie twice. And I, for the love of... I've seen it twice. I've seen it in theaters. I fucking fell asleep. And then I actually watched it all the way through again. And it's like, I, honest to God, like... I mean, and that's the sad part. I like her as Ms. Marvel. I have nothing against Brie Larson as well. I thought she did a decent... It's just, I can't tell you anything that happens in that movie. See, I also agree. I don't think Brie Larson's a bad yeah, actor for her. It, it's just, I have always 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 thought uh captain marvel is just the most bland character like in the comic books everything they have tried their very best to make her interesting and i have never found a way to gravitate towards her in any regard and i think they've tried to do some like more interesting stuff with her and i know some of the writing's been good on some of these the not more recent runs but like maybe a few years back but I, for the life of me, can't, can't, can't do it. I just, like, her character is just not interesting to me at all. Yeah, I did not know that. I can't believe Iron Man came out in May of 2008, and then damn near a month later, that Incredible Hulk came out. Oh, I, I, I did not know that, know that it was that, that, close, that close That is weird. And then after Incredible Hulk, it was two years before Iron I don't Man know, 2. I don't know where I would put the original Avengers anymore. I'm I would still put original Avengers in because I don't I, say, I don't know how well that's held up because I haven't watched it again. I know the the last act's pretty fun, but yeah, I mean the whole like I know with um Hawkeye and stuff like his whole kind of storylines, you think it's kind of like boring or whatever. Well, I also hate Josh Whedon's characterization of Cap. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say it's, like, good. Yeah, I would say so. Like, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't think it would be at the front of the good, but I'd probably put it somewhere in the middle of good. Almost re-watching it, I would almost maybe put Age of Ultron above it. That might be blasphemous, but I don't know if I would or not. I might. 
if for no other reason than some of the character building scenes and like the farmhouse scenes really good i think um where it's just like a more down-to-earth kind of thing and then i i also have a soft spot for any like sort of superheroes in downtime kind of thing and they have that whole party scene Mm-hmm. At the very beginning, yeah, where they're yeah, trying I mean, to pull the hammer. Great. No, like, and I have a soft spot for that kind of stuff for superheroes, and it's just like, yeah, no, they're just doing stuff, and it's like that's cool. I would love more of that every once in a while. Yeah, like I think that's like hard too because I think you're right. Like because they're kind of like already established and like whatever. It's like there's more, there's better kind of like monologue and stuff in that one between characters and stuff. I think because they're all kind of friends. And I think, I don't know, like, I think that one, I thought it was good. I, I thought it was more in it. Like, my thing, too, is, like, I like the fact that, like, Hawkeye actually has a part in it. Yeah. Besides just, like, the last half of the movie. Yeah, I also wish that they did more with Hawkeye and just, in general, in the cinematic universe. I feel, I, I love Hawkeye a lot. Right. And they just didn't do a lot with him. Arguably, he got shafted more than Black Widow did. I mean, at least Black Widow's getting her own movie. Whereas Hawkeye probably won't even be getting the uh, TV show TV show anymore after all the stuff that happened with the actor. After also Disney just has been hemorrhaging money for months. Yeah, 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 that too. Anyway, I think that's it. Yeah. I'm uh, sick of sweating in this room. <laughs> I mean, I've heard worse excuses to end the podcast. So, uh, before we go... Um, I mean, thank you for listening. Justin has a giveaway. <laughs> Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Don't fucking say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving I'm giving away a boss battle. You just have to go to the Kickstarter and back it. No, do, yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, no, no, wait. <laughs> so, it's currently sitting at, judges say, there we go. Same amount. 27,544. Three days to go. Um, it's going to end at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time Thursday. on Thursday. So you have chance to, you know, go back it, um, check it out. If you have Tabletop Simulator, uh, you can play a cool version of it on there. If you don't have Tabletop Simulator, just uh, DM Matt and he'll buy you a copy of it so that you can play the game. <laughs> he loves doing that for anybody who backs the game. So, uh and yeah, there's uh, some stretch goals and stuff that have been unlocked, you know, since we were even doing the podcast. Uh, if I scroll down past all uh, the, the info- cool information that nobody reads, uh, there's got stretch goals. We got the level one hero cards and dark mage subclass. And so we're working up our way towards the linen finished tokens and then we got vengeful priestess after that so you know hopefully we can get get some of these unlocked before the kickstarter ends so check it out there's a cool video that shows you how to play and matt was updating it earlier today with cool gifs Ugh. so look at that GIF. well that's the end of it bye yeah. everybody we're done yeah that's how the guy who made them said that it's pronounced so he can't be wrong Annie? Yeah.